You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build confidence, increase your communication skills, and journey with me in the relentless pursuit of what you want most in life. In this episode number 81, I am trying to set you up for 2019. I'm taking January by the throat <laughs> and just getting every single, I mean, this metaphor is getting really dark. I don't like it. <laughs> But I want to set you up for 2019. And I originally had another episode that I recorded and was all ready to go, all ready to publish. And last minute, I just, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable with it. I didn't like it. I wouldn't feel good about putting it out there, having you listen to it and wasting your time with it. And so I decided to vault that one for a, a little bit, maybe work on it, work on that idea until I had something actually concrete that could actually help you. And instead, I'm coming at you with something that I find very valuable that I'm going to be doing myself. I'm reevaluating all of my content strategies. I'm refining it to make sure that I start the year realistically and with power. So let's just jump in. <laughs> I'm doing YouTube memes on a podcast. What does this come to? But, and so I'm going through my personal branding business plan. Um, I'm going to focus more on the marketing side of it. But this is available to you for free if you go to lukedmaxwell.com slash podcast. Go to the show notes. There will be a link there. But by the time you get to that link, there will probably be a pop-up um, that will give you access. All I do is ask for your email. Well, and your name so I can so I can actually call you by your name because I prefer that than having just a nameless horde of emails. I don't, I don't want that. Who wants that? Scam companies, that's who wants that. But yeah, so this is a classic example of a lead magnet, which I'm actually going to be talking about, and I will be talking about more in detail um, further, kind of going over how to create one based on how much time you have. As you can see by this one, it was, it, I mean, I, we'll go over that. We'll go over that in another episode because that's an entire episode on its own. Me and my business partner, Clara, if you don't, if you forgot about her, she's only been on the podcast thing like, what, four times by now? Um, is that we had a lot, like a 45 minute episode on creating a lead magnet. And so I'll, I'll you know, I'll link that one too, but I'm going to kind of go over it with you in mind. My, um, audience, it feels so weird. I prefer to say my friends, the people in our community who want to communicate with confidence. So starting right from the top. And in fact, if you want to download your copy of the personal branding business plan and go through with me, you can. This is an example of what I do with people that I coach, except of course I'm going in deeper and more in depth because I'm learning about them as a person and I am catering it to them. But I'm going to go over this generally for those of you listening right now. If you want to follow along, you can get it for free and follow along with me. And so first of all, starting from the top, what are you providing? So you have to kind of, you have to know what do you want to sell because at the end of the day if you don't sell anything then you, you there's no point in putting anything out there has to be the sell and the thing is that this could be this doesn't have to be a product you don't have to handcraft something what you're selling quote unquote could be a service a product or content and now when i say content i don't mean free content on youtube no no no, no. that's no that's not what you're selling it's selling something like a lead magnet, right? That you get in exchange for email. There's just various ways to create content 
that you're getting something out of it and maybe it's not necessarily money. Um, whether it's an email, whether it's um, a one-on-one, you know, coaching session, whether it's trading, whatever it is, um, you have to, it has to, you have to give, and you have to get as well as give. Otherwise, you're not setting yourself up for success. You're just giving and giving and giving, and then you're all worn out, and you're left with nothing, and all of a sudden you can't give anymore. It's for the benefit of both people that it isn't even. Well, not necessarily even, but you know, it's a, it's a somewhat of a fair trade. I like to think of it as I think I think it was Gary V. I think he said this 5149. Um just that mindset of I'm giving 51 and you're giving me 49. And if that's my mindset that I'm always going to try to be building someone else up because in return that's only going to help me because I am taking 49%, right? It's just the kind of that mindset. And so what are you providing? If you're providing a service, then you're going to have very different mindset. Because you're you're doing something. You are selling yourself pretty much. Unless you have investment money, you have employees, which for those of you listening to this podcast, if I'm guessing right and, and I'm reading everything right, um, that's not really where you are at right now. But if you are, fine. That's great. That's that's actually really great. And if you have a product, you're trying to sell a product, such as an ebook, a course, uh, those of all the, all of those products which I have, um, or whether you're trying to actually write a book, or whether, you know, whatever your product is, or maybe it's a physical product, whatever it is, you're going to market differently because you are selling something. They're going to have to buy something. It's a very it's a different audience. It's a different way of speaking. It's 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 entirely different. So you have to know exactly what you're doing. If you don't know what you're doing, there's no point in marketing because there's nothing to market. So it's important to know what are you selling, right? Quote unquote selling. And yes, <laughs> I guess you could kind of say, yeah, you create YouTube videos on a podcast and it's a kind of selling, but there really should be something behind that. There should be something of more substance. And, and you know, it could be a, a place to start is to say, you know, I might, what I'm selling right now is getting people to subscribe, getting people to rate the podcast, which you should do on iTunes. You should rate all the podcasts you listen to. That's the best way to help out a podcast that you like and you listen to is to rate them on iTunes. I know it might be a little bit of a hassle, but that's really the best way to help a podcast you're listening to. Any podcast, every podcast, uh, not just mine. And so, yes, I guess you can kind of start that way. But if you don't build something behind that, you're you're not setting yourself up for the amount of success that you could possibly have. So I want you to describe it. What are you selling? What are you providing? And then who are you targeting? Who are you selling to? Do not tell me that you are selling to everybody, that your product is available to everybody. I worked in mental health. I still do. I started a mental health project. That is literally applicable to every single human being on the planet because every single person has mental health struggles and I could help them. So I know what it's like to feel like, oh, wow, everybody is my potential client. Everyone is my target audience. Instead, what you need to do is and say, if you feel that way, is say, well, who benefits the most? Because that's where you're going to find the sweet spot is you're going to find the person that has the greatest pain in that area and can benefit the most from your product, right? Whatever you're providing. It's an easy sell for like for me, I target high schools mainly because they have the greatest pain when it comes to when it comes to mental health struggles with their students. There's a lot of them and they can afford me most of them. 
right? Especially the private high schools, they can afford me easily. <laughs> they can they can afford they can afford to pay someone much larger than me. And so it makes it a sweet spot. It's a it's, it's an easy sell. It's a good product. It's a pain that they're trying to alleviate, and it is financially feasible. And so it makes it oh, in that high schools are my target audience and by default high schoolers. But I go further than that when it comes and I'm talking about a mental health projects specifically, not kind of my personal communicate with confidence brand um, is I is what I found is through talking with hundreds of people is that my primary audience is teenagers about 15 years old, teenage girls, 15 years old, who are struggling with confidence and self-worth anxiety, depression. And so I put a name. I put a name to those. I forget. I, I need to look through my uh, my uh, persona for that. And I got I got a picture. So every time I'm making a video for that, every time I'm sending an email, every time I am preparing a new speech or something, I'm thinking about that person and by name. And I can see their photo. And I can say, okay, would she like this? Would she enjoy this? Would she find benefits in this? Because yes, of course, this could benefit everybody. It could. But even Amazon and Walmart have their target audiences and they literally cater to everybody. And then I want you to kind of look at your competition. And remember, this is all this is all set up. We're not we're not making any hard plans yet because we need to know who we are and who everyone else is, where we place. And we're going to learn and we're going to adjust. But just randomly throwing out content is not nearly it's not going to be as effective as something that is more strategized. I mean, if you're doing the strategy right. I mean, yes, of course, some people are just naturally gifted and they just can make it. But especially in a world that we live in right now where everything is so competitive, it's going to be so much harder. I mean, you're not going to see someone like PewDiePie, right? That just posted videos and just, you know, and did, you know, someone who was talented, who had a niche, who made his way at the time. You're not going to see something like that happen again today. It's going to be very, very difficult because there's just so many people competing for the same spot. Whereas back when the internet was new, especially with YouTube was new, then it, it was just, it was so much harder. I mean, it was so much easier, harder. Boy, I'm, I'm, I'm already losing track. We're only on point three. <laughs> and so don't worry. Don't worry. We're getting to the real meat of it. Okay. Don't worry. This is all, this is all a bit of setup. Okay. So then I want you to see how is your brand different from other similar ones. So what are other people doing? What are the what's the good stuff that they're doing that you can kind of copy and improve upon? What's the stuff that's not really working that you can fill in the gaps? Because for example, again, my mental health project is a really good example because it is a brand with a niche that worked really well and works. It still does. It still works really well, but especially when it started because I was 16 years old. I had just gone through a lot of the same experiences I was now inspiring and writing about. And so the the leverage I had over everyone else was I was the only person effectively communicating my story as a teenager. No no, no one else was doing that. There was nobody else. I I had no co- competition. My nearest competition was the big nonprofits that had lots of money to spend. Well, I mean, lots of money to spend, but but we were able to advertise, able to have employees do things, right? And so that was my main competition. It was just literally just was um, just getting my the word out 
because I didn't have advertising money. I didn't have I didn't have anything. I didn't have any kind of spend to put behind. I, I used a free website for the first two years. No, three years. I think, yeah, it was three years. I used a free host on Blogger. I don't even know if Blogger still exists. Does Blogger still exist? It might. I don't, I really don't know. And so the only way I was going to get out was by word of mouth was by people finding out about me. And so that's why it, it just worked really well. And and I honed in on it. I, I wasn't ashamed of my age. I wasn't ashamed of my personal story. Um, I used it. And I used it to its full potential because I knew that that's what caught on and it did. And now I want to, getting more metaphysical, I don't know, that's not the right word, but I like to, I just love the word metaphysical. Um, I want you to think of words, phrases, something concrete that describes something not concrete, which is yourself, your brand, what you're building, your business, whatever you're building, right? The brand. What words are associated with you? Now, I want you to do this two ways. One with yourself. And then ask other people. I posted a podcast episode about things that people call me. I did this experiment with um, uh, quite a few of my close friends, of people who kind of knew me, people barely knew me. I want to get a wide variety of people and see how that changed their answers. And it was very interesting, you know. It was just it was interesting seeing the difference between everybody. In fact, I can put that in the show notes. And then now, once you have this set up, this is the part that most people skip. They just kind of get into the actual content part. Now, I want to go through the types of content that you can create. And so far, I mean, I, I've, I've gone through the main ones. You might be able to pull a weird one out. I mean, whatever. Sure. <laughs> Kudos to you. But these are, these are the types of content you can create. There's basic, you know, social media posts, you know, just posting on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, you know, or, you know, musically or whatever, whatever, how it depends on your age too. And, you know, whatever one suits you best, video, podcast, blog, email, newsletter, well, newsletter, you can call whatever you want, you know, sending emails to your email list and then live streaming, which is a subset of videos. Um, but it, it, with the surge of twitch streamers this has become much more prevalent is streaming on twitch and having a brand and having a strong brand um through that and it doesn't have to be gaming i know people think of live streaming and they think oh it's just gaming it doesn't have to be you can have podcasts you can you can do things you can you know react to i mean i don't know if i don't think you can react to movies on twitch and it requires different that's a whole that's copyright that's a whole nother that's a whole nother conversation but I want you to think about what can you post every week? What's the number of each one? Of each one. Now, I mean, I guess you could do it both ways. Think about what does your target audience consume? For example, this target of you, my community, podcasting and and youtube are where you're at as far as i know i mean of course you're on social media of course you're reading some blogs you're, but from what i found and this is just this is i mean you might be thinking well this doesn't really fit me i consume way more like live stream than podcast this is what the data that i have available to me is telling me 
Whereas with my mental health projects, you can't be erased. It's blogs. It's blogs and videos. That is what's most consumed. And then Instagram posts as well, but it's, there's no depth to that really. Um, it's just a very shallow consuming, if, if that makes sense. So video and blogs are where it's at. And that's why I've been posting regularly videos on there after some time away. And I'm making a comeback with the blog and not really focus on the podcast. Um, what I'm doing is I'm taking the podcast where I interview different people uh, with different mental health um, experiences. And I have a couple coming up that I'm going to turn more. I'm going to focus more on the blog aspect of it. Focus more on the written aspect of it because I know that that's what my target audience wants. And that's what they consume better. Also, emails, emails are incredibly valuable. First of all, we get the best return rate through anything. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter any other medium. Email, email newsletters, I guess, is it, just you know sending emails to your email list. The best return on investment, period. <sighs> period. It's just, it's just amazing. And so I, it's important to look at this and say, okay, what do they consume? And what can I commit to starting with? Maybe it's one video a week. Then do that. Maybe it's three social media posts a week. Do that then. Maybe it's one podcast a month. You know, maybe interviewing somebody. Then do that. S- create your commitments, accomplish them, and then increase that number. And then eventually you'll find the medium. You'll find the balance because you'll do try to do too much. You won't be able to keep up. And so you'll bring it back down a little bit. And then you'll find that balance. It will balance out. Live streaming is something that is very interesting to me. The drawback of live streaming, though, is that it's it's exactly that. It's live. You, you can't get away from that. There's no way to pre-record you know like like with youtube what i'll do sometimes is i'll record you know maybe two videos a week or maybe i'll record like two podcasts in a day because i need to pre-record them for later with live streaming you're stuck there's like there's nothing there's nothing you there's no work around for live streaming um unless you want to talk about premiering videos on facebook and youtube that doesn't count i'm talking about actual live streaming so that's just just so you know, if you want to get into live streaming, it is intensive. Like there's you just you just need to know that getting into it. And if you know that getting into it, then go ahead, do it. That's good. Like like that's great. And then, and then keep it up. And then finally, what I want to get to is is the non enjoy. I mean, not necessarily enjoyable, but the but the very plain, boring part of marketing that is marketing's best friend and worst enemy sales. And I'm talking about networking. Go to networking events everywhere around you. Commit. I'm going to go to one a week. Um, I mean, just go on meetup. I mean, I did and there's, I have about 10 different meetups that go on every week for me, a minimum, usually about 15 to 20. And so I have to pick and choose. And if I if I go and I go, oh, I'm going to go to three a day, I'm going to burn out really fast. Nothing's going to get done. I'm going to get behind on all of my other work, and it's going to be awful. So commit. Commit to networking, going to a networking event, one a week. It's pretty easy. You go there. You have your business card. 
you talk to people, ask them about themselves, and then when appropriate, you hand over your business card and tell them what you do. And again, uh, if you just look through, I have so many episodes about, I mean, it's all of my episodes about communication tie into networking, really. Um, just click on, you literally, if you go to the podcast, lukedmaxwell.com slash podcast, click on the communication button, and you'll see all of my posts about communication. Really, all of, all, communi- the entire podcast is one big, is one big lesson on networking, really. Also, cold calls, cold emails. You know, that's another form of networking that is not necessarily fun. It's fun to shoot a video, record a podcast interview, you know, post, um, create graphics for social media. But what's really going to turn keys, get you into doors, is finding a business that you admire, that you like, email them. Either tell them how you could help them or get them on your podcast. Get them on your blog. Do it. Do an interview with them. That is, first of all, pe- most people are not interviewed a lot. Like It's not common for people to be interviewed. So asking someone for an interview is impressive. They're, it's flattering. They love it. They love it. And so, of course, with people who are constantly being interviewed, like many of my guests and some of them who are coming up, it's more difficult to get them. You have to show them why they should be on your podcast or on your blog. And you're not going to just cold email them and get the interview. That doesn't really happen a whole lot. And then, of course, um, at the end of the day, when it comes to creating a concrete marketing plan, not only do you have to have the numbers of what you're going to produce, you have to have the background. Well, you have to have the background info. You have to know where you're going and what you're trying to accomplish with this content. You have to have the number, the exact number. Say, I'm going to produce this amount of content, you know, per month, per week, whatever, however you want to put it. And then you have to look back. Be honest about how you did. Look at the numbers and see how do the numbers compare about what actually happened, the real world versus my goal. If they're less, then maybe I need to move down the goal or maybe I need to work harder because I didn't work hard enough. If they're more, then great. Move up your goal. Or maybe you worked an unrealistic amount of hours. And you say, well, I won't be able to keep that up. Because maybe school is going to start for you. Maybe you're starting a new job. Maybe you're starting a new business. Be realistic. The point is, be realistic. I, 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 can't, I can't force you to be honest. That's up to you. You're only hurting yourself by lying about how good you're doing. You're only damaging your own personal success by lying about how well you're doing. That's it. That's, 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 you're, that, that's it. <laughs> no one else is getting hurt except for you. Um, and unless maybe you have a family, people who rely on you, then yeah, maybe then you are hurting other people. But look at the numbers. What do the numbers say? Look at the metrics. Are you actually reaching anybody? Or should you try something else? Do you need to use better hashtags? Do you need to learn more about video editing? Do you need to learn more about podcasting or blogging? Or maybe you maybe have no idea how to live stream and you really want to do it. Well, then you you have to factor that in. You can't produce something if you don't know how to produce it. So putting a putting a, you know I'm gonna live stream for five hours a day. We have no idea how to live stream. It's kind of stupid, right? <laughs> so 
Yeah, that's, I mean, that's it. So to create a marketing plan, to create a concrete marketing plan for 2019, you have to know where you're going and what goal you are pushing your, what's the goal of your content? What are you trying to accomplish with it? You have to look at the numbers and you have to be ready to adjust. And you have to adjust based on reality about what's happening and by what you can actually do. That's how to have success in marketing in 2019. Of course, I'm going to be talking more about content creation and all that fun stuff. This Saturday, I am having another interview with Devin Tracy. If you listened to the last one, it was fire. It was amazing. Um, he was he just has so much knowledge stored up in him and extracting that knowledge is is a beautiful process so he's going to be on this saturday so stay tuned for that um we had a really fun discussion it only happens late at night we go way too long no like i think the, i think the last one was about an hour or so maybe it's a little bit more than an hour so much fun and, and of course that will be up also on youtube so subscribe to the youtube channel if you haven't already oh boy what else <laughs> All the links are in the show notes at lukedmaxwell.com slash podcast or the communicate with confidence podcast.com. If you, if, if that's easier for you, they both redirect to the same place. Do what you love. And remember to always stay on the positive side of things. Mm-hmm.